0: does life end after death? Are our departed ancestors mere shadows of our imaginations? Every ancient culture that existed before the times of Emperor Constantine would say no. The Japanese still observe Born, a festival to honour and revere the ancestors. The Koreans observe Chisok a festival to honour their ancestors. The Chinese observe Kinmen, a day to clean the tombs of their ancestors and offer their gratitude. Indians observe Mahale Amavasya, a special new moon day to honour the ancestors and to release the departed who may be stuck on the earthly plane in a state of suffering. Even in the West, Egyptian civilization believed in life after death. Large part of Jews believed in reincarnation, according to Gnostic gospel and the Dead Sea Scrolls. Early Christianity too believed in reincarnation and life after death. If you looked at the perception of life as an unending stream of consciousness, Without birth, without death, your current experience of life itself becomes very sacred. The people you meet in your life, you know are people with whom you have shared lifetimes of connection. That you know you have a shared journey, a shared mission to accomplish on this planet. You have a shared evolution to achieve in this lifetime this brings a greater significance to human relationship itself. You are not terrified of death or old age because you know you have been old many times before and that death is only a transition from one phase to another. In our processes at Akam, we have seen experiences from one lifetime flow into future generations as epigenetic tendencies, tendencies for addictions or tendencies of saintliness, tendencies of fear and anger or tendencies of contentment and generosity. One of the reasons why all the ancient cultures reconnected with their ancestors is to dissolve destructive vasanas that may be flowing from one generation to another that is why the ancient Hindus performed ancestral samskaras Mahale Amavasya is a day dedicated to appeasing the spirits of ancestors who may have passed away in unhappy conditions or undesirable conditions. It is for them to move on to light. Life does not end after death. If our ancestors lived peaceful lives, their experience in the afterlife will be peaceful. If they lived and died with violence, sadness, dejection and grief, then their afterlife is also filled with grief and even greater sadness. Their consciousness is stuck in the same experiences with which they lived while they were alive. They are stuck to the objects of attachment or hate. It is like being stuck in a nightmare without the ability to wake up. The ancient ceremonies worked more effectively once upon a time because the priests who did these ceremonies were people who could intuit the other worlds and the general philosophy of the ancient people was one where life after death was a fact of existence, not a myth. Today, you need more than a ritual. You need a spiritual experience that can substantiate these realities to you. That is why in the Ekam circles that the community of Ekam Mitras do hold over, one of the gifts that is offered is releasing the departed. Thousands today have a first-hand experience of releasing the departed. They experience an instant liberation and instant emotional release. When their departed move into the light in a state of peace, long-standing obstacles give way and the dissolution of health problems happens in the family when the departed move into the light. It is a stuck energy and a restless energy that has been cleared. These are esoteric experiences to help understand the mysteries of the human psyche, to help decipher the flow of life. However, for one who is awakened, for a Jivan Mukta, the afterlife is an experience of progressive blissfulness until one is united with the bliss of the Universal Consciousness or Brahman. That is why death is called Mahaprasthana which means the commencement of a great journey. Life and afterlife are fundamentally like dreams you wake up from and come into waking. Only which of this is waking? And which of this is the dreaming is the question. The only way you can be fearless about death is when you live life fully without regret. The only way you will be ready to embrace death when it comes knocking is when you love completely without reserve.